Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, good morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is the newest episode of Challenge Mode. I don't have a script for this show yet, so I'm just winging it. Uh, this week, uh, Thomas and Jimmy both decided to have real-life shit to do, so I'm joined by my good friend, Nate. How's it going, Nate? How's it going? Good, good, good. Yeah, so uh, Nate, uh, real quick, you and I met at the kind of funny Kansas City meetup and. <laughs> whenever that was it's this year has been a fucking blur <laughs> i know it, it all bleeds together but yeah we met in a bar in kansas city for the kind of funny uh world tour meetup there um we also met at updown the day before and i gave you a bunch of uh tokens for updown that i so still that was... fucking have i'm probably never gonna get rid of them either which is well, bullshit but you know I, how that's I, how it goes I walked into that bar and was I thought I was going to be there forever. So I got like 20 bucks in tokens. And then, you know, maybe an hour later, it was time to go. And I had just talked to people the whole night. And so yeah. I was like, well, I got these 20 tokens and I'm drunk. So this guy's got a cool mustache. So he's getting these tokens. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, like, <laughs> and that mustache was you. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like I, I have actually never paid for tokens at Updown now that I actually think about it. It's like something that just a Kansas City thing where you just kind of know someone who always has them lying around or if you ever go out with someone they're just like yeah i've got like fifty thousand fucking tokens and, and they're yep. like cool fanny pack you know but <laughs> yeah uh absolutely so but yeah i thought it would be a kind of a fun time kind of topical e3 just kind of wrapped up uh last week as of this recording and as of the time this goes live which would be this saturday um and i thought it would be fun to just kind of go through and talk about our quote favorite i'm going with memorable e3 moments just throughout <laughs> the years and the history of the show because not all of them are great some of them right. are just straight up bad but uh, <laughs> some would say most e3s are just kind of bad in general with a little bit of really cool stuff sprinkled in and that's right. what makes it magical right. that's it's like i'm always just a big <laughs> fan of just the ridiculous spectacle and as terrible as it sounds, just kind of watching people just fall flat on their face with like thinking all these like executives and their like senior marketing teams who are like really out of touch are just like, yeah, like this is totally going to land. And it just absolutely does not. Yeah, I was going to I was going to make the analogy that, you know, you're doing a crazy gymnastics routine and you have to stick the landing 100%. or, you know, you have to get 10 out of 10 or it's probably going to be regarded as a zero out of 10 by most viewers. Right, right. And like it's also kind of weird to think about that. I wonder I've always wondered if sometimes 
those companies or like these like big wigs are always wanting it to kind of fail because then more people are going to be talking about like whatever the hell that was. Yeah. And I mean, we, when we get into, you know, some of the moments and stuff, uh, that we're going to talk about, I mean, some, some would say that, you know, some famous like onstage flubs were on purpose to either show you, Oh, Hey, this game is actually real and not a CG, you know, uh, cut scene or, you know, Oh, like, you know, this person really said this thing that weird just so that it would be memeable and memorable and, mm-hmm. and, you know, conspiracy theories, man. I mean, yeah, like it, it's just pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of wanted to start with one of my kind of favorite moments from recent memory was, man, I don't remember the year. I think it might have been 2013. It was at Sony's conference. It was them showing off the it was them showing off the PS4. And then they just go to that splash screen of, hey, you can play used games on our system. Yeah. And then yeah, they that was like, 2013. put out that video with Adam Boys and Shuhei Yoshida saying, this is how you share games. And they just hand him a copy of whatever game that was. I was fucking dying. That shit was absolutely hysterical. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, that whole year, uh, the X-Bone had been completely shitting the bed. Right, <laughs> with, right. With its, with its introduction of just, you know, hey, TV, 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 <laughs> Xbox, go home, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, turns out consumers really didn't want that at all. So all Sony had to do was show up and be like, hey, you can hand a game to your friend and the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Oh, that was... I, I've, I still will like go through and watch just like reaction videos to that. Uh, just check out people just being like, oh shit, like they really kind of went there. Cause yeah, like you don't expect a major corporation, a major technology corporation with this big kind of social presence that Sony has just being like, hey, we're not that. What's up? Buy our shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, exactly absolutely. what they were doing. Like they could have easily, if that was just the entire conference, I feel like people still would have said, yeah, you guys totally won. I'm going to buy your thing. Cause yeah, at the and time, going- that was a big deal. Yeah, going into, you know, this next uh, console generation, too. I hope that's the Sony that we're getting is the, you know, like, uh, you know, hey, we're one of you guys. And it doesn't dip too far into the, you know, what's up, fellow fellow teens (laughs) sort of thing, because, you know, they have the capability to be like, you know, a a good, strong force with a good marketing campaign behind Mm -hmm. them and stuff like that. But, you know, we'll we'll see if they go back to early PS3 uh, kind of attitudes. I'm pretty hopeful. uh, But also, you never really know for sure. Like these big companies and these big corporations are obviously super complex things with hundreds, if not maybe thousands of people sometimes working on a certain thing. And it's just kind of weird to try and put all that stuff together and you never really know what you're going to get, you know? Yeah. And it, and it can switch, it can switch in a single press conference, a single, you know, direct or inside right. Xbox, whatever you want to call it, you right. know, they can, they can switch gears completely, which actually is one of my first, uh, moments is, uh, the Xbox one shifting gears, uh, in 2015 and adding backwards compatibility. Yeah. That um, was a pretty big one. It, sort of a I don't want to I don't know if I want to say mea culpa but saying like hey guys so we've been working for two years and we heard that you don't like our big bad mm-hmm. uh, com- uh, camera that we put on top of your TV that maybe spies on you so how about you play Xbox 360 games how about that you guys yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe you guys might like to play video games on your box that we promise isn't spying on you 
Yeah, absolutely. So that was that was really cool because, you know, I, I think this entire generation, if if you know nothing else, Microsoft has been able to iterate and uh you know, like I said, switch gears to um, say, oh, you guys didn't like that. OK. Or you guys did like that. OK. You know, if you even look at how many iterations of the Xbox One controller there was from the beginning, like I happen to have a day one Xbox and, mm-hmm. you know, that controller doesn't have a headphone jack on it. And then they came out huh. with the, yeah, I with guess the I controllers. Yeah, they came out with the controllers with the headphone jack on it. And then they came out with um, maybe one other iteration, but then another one was they added Bluetooth. So you didn't need to have like a dongle into your PC uh, if you want to, you know, just play on PC. And, you know, they're coming out with their second iteration of the Elite controller. So they are, you know, and how many different Xboxes have we had? Now we're on the third one yeah, of this they've, cycle. They've just been pumping out different models of that thing. Yeah. And, you know, so that that moment in 2015 is sort of a small moment now. And of course, you know, backwards compatibility is sort of like, you know, their bread and butter right now. And, you know, saying, hey, you know, our next system is going to be fully backwards compatible, too. In fact, it's just it's just compatible. is what we're going to yeah, say. Yeah. So so going back to 2015, you know, I'm not even an Xbox fanboy, but I just enjoy that they're willing to you know, kind of right the ship when things get a little nasty or, you yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah. I, I remember watching that or like seeing that pop up because I think I was at work at the time. Sorry, boss in college. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just had like the Twitch stream up while the press conferences were running for the day. And I remember seeing just backwards compatibility show up. And I was like in the middle of the call, uh, in the middle of a call working with somebody. And I like had to mute the call. And I just like leaned <laughs> over to this dude who was sitting next to me. And I'm just like, hey, Xbox ain't fucking around anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, that was a big deal. And I don't think anybody expected that considering their track no. record for the past couple of years before that, you know? No. Uh, yeah. But, I think everybody was kind of buckled into like, all right, uh, what stupid, you know, game are you going to make me look at this ca- bad right, camera with or, right. you know, yeah, and this gigantic like, VCR or console? Point, like Microsoft hadn't really had a super strong E3 conference with the Xbox One being the primary focus. No. Yeah. So I, so I was really, really impressed by that. That's a definitely a really good pick. I think Phil Spencer's doing great, great stuff over there. Yeah. I mean, he's gone on record as basically, well, I don't know if it's on record, but people that work with him say like, yeah, he, he would have it that every game they make goes on every platform available. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what he wants. And so I think we're going to get more, you know, peak Phil Spencer in the next uh, one to three years here. And we'll see, we'll see how open their, their, uh, their development and platform is really going to be yeah he uh i don't know if you watch the giant bomb e3 like at at night shows what they do but every year he does an interview with phil spencer and it's always Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to kind of check out and this year like his big point was just like yeah like i want to make sure that a like i don't really like i just want like gaming as a whole are we doing like a good service for the industry and games as a whole and also he wanted to make sure that people like if you buy this game we want to try and honor that purchase the best way we can. So you don't have to get into like, okay, well, I have this game. I have a bunch of PS3 games and now I just cannot play them on my PS4. And I'd have to like yeah. pull out my PS3 because all of that kind of debacle. So it was like really nice to see them put in that work to be very consumer and kind of gamer focused if they're really trying to raise the bar and for everyone around. Those were some words. I'm a little tired. It was a rough day at work. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so uh, my next one is it's a it's a good one for me. I don't think it's a good one for just about <laughs> anybody else. Uh, the infamous Konami 2010 E3 press conference, just all of it, the entire fucking thing. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, Nate. So, okay, um, I have heard about this and I know about the like the the contra trailer that wasn't a trailer that was just mm -hmm. a logo that said they're coming and then there was never a game that went along with that um that's all i know about this particular one this is a little bit of a blind spot for me so, so I, enlighten I me i don't even know if there was i don't even think there was actually a contra at this one this was 2010 i think that other one was like sort of more recent but i could be oh, completely okay. wrong so this one was like an actual like they had a podium they had an audience they had like an actual full-on press conference and it was the wildest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, if you told me that this was a fucking Tim and Eric sketch, I would 100% believe you. <laughs> Excellent. So I, I really recommend that you and really anybody else that is listening to this, the literally dozens of you, uh, go check this out. Uh, it's a it's a time. Uh, there's a lot of pretty good memes that were kind of spawned from it. They announced that game 99 Nights at this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the dude just had the weirdest delivery. Like, he was trying to kind of be cool, but he also didn't really speak. Like, his English was kind of very broken. I don't think he had a translator. But, man, it just... He, he says the phrase, like, if you, like, just try and button mash, you know, like, XXX, YYY, you get sucked. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sure. All right. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of with you. Um, there's I'm some other, you. like, just really bizarre choices for that conference. And, like, the big culmination was whenever they showed off, I think, a wrestling game. And they had, like, wrestlers fighting behind the person presenting. Oh, no. It's incredible. It, it, is, it is on YouTube. You can totally find, like, a highlight reel of it. It's honestly entirely worth your time it is yeah this is basically like a like a, a devolver digital uh e3 but they meant it <laughs> yeah no totally it, without the ridiculous violence of course but no like it i mean you said there was like wrestlers a, well <laughs> there's no like blood or anything right, like that right, it's right. not like devolver level but you get to the point where like it, it just seems so weird and like just the observation of it, because if you just like look at it and you don't know what's actually happening and you're not paying attention, then you see, OK, well, there's this like really professional looking curtain. It looks like they booked like a really nice conference room. They've got this nice podium. And then there's just like this dude talking about a game with like a referee and two like large wrestlers just fighting behind him. <laughs> it looks like like it's unrelated. <laughs> right. It looks like a fighting like a fighting match like way in is happening like right behind them. It's so interesting when, you know, a company completely whiffs it and like instantly you're like, oh, man, this is going to be really bad for the whole thing, huh? And like you can just tell that they like they they don't somebody who put this together, like fundamentally did not get it right, <laughs> what this right. what what e3 is what press conferences are you know and just from the from the inception to the organization of it to the execution of it it's just like oh man this didn't even look good on paper <laughs> yeah and i mean if i were to pick a company who would do that it would be konami like looking back you know they just kind of fell off of kind of doing everything but pachinko machines and like mobile games you know 
Can you imagine if they were like, okay, hey, actually, we're going to do a press conference next year. Oh, God, like, I would be fucking here for it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, ooh, they had like, I think the only thing they could do now to make people even just not be mad at them so much mm-hmm. like these, these Contra like re-releases and Castlevania re-releases are, are, are one thing, but they would literally have to get like blue point studios to do a Fox engine, like uh metal gear solid three. Right, yeah. And then people would be like, okay, we are neutral now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like okay, you have We're not good. You have you were neutral. <laughs> you have not regained you have not regained our respect, but you're not in the negative anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's mine for that one. That's honestly probably like looking at this list that I put together, I think going back, that's just like my favorite E3 moment to kind of just, you know, like just shoot my shot immediately. But I really <laughs> wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so one of my favorite ones is <laughs> I, I have I've, I have a history of watching E3 while at work like mm-hmm. you. Um, uh, let's see. Or just in weird places. This year was actually the first year ever that I was able to like be at home and watch the entirety of E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but let's see. Let's go. OK, so I was on a bus. Uh, I was on a mega bus because I, I was I was internet dating this girl and mm-hmm. I still am, but not internet in real life. Ooh. But this is when I li- this is when I lived in Michigan, and she lived and lives and now I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. So taking a bus from Lansing, Michigan to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska takes like basically two days, and you have to stop in Chicago. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> for part of it. That sounds genuinely so, horrible. I'm not going to oh, lie yeah. to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. And basically the entirety of uh, 2015's E3 was spent on a bus. So the Year of Dreams, the Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. uh, the the Last Guardian, the Shenmue 3, that oh, huge... God, that was that year, wasn't it? That huge thing. I was just on a bus in the middle of, like... Idaho uh, <laughs> or Iowa rather Iowa rather uh, losing my fucking mind about Final Fantasy 7 um, and I guess I like you know so much has been said about you know like about how cool that year was and how you know Sony really did it but you know looking back they kind of didn't do it yeah <laughs> for Sh- right. for Sh- for Shenmue they they announced a Kickstarter that felt weird <laughs> and- <laughs> 
<laughs> it that did was feel weird. It, it was like okay, but white. What you were you were Sony? You make the you right. make laptops and phones. It was very much just like hey, look at this cool thing. Fuck you, pay for it. <laughs> yeah, we want a million dollars. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> um, and you know, I I personally am a Last Guardian apologist because I have trained a dog before, and I can attest that playing the Last Guardian is exactly like meeting a dog and trying to train it to like jump on stuff. Yeah, you from are day not one. wrong in that regard at all. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of people would say that game flopped and that b- because it was in development hell. And mm-hmm. I think that it was probably designed to be difficult to control on purpose, but you know, that doesn't really make for a good crowd pleasing right. video yeah. game. That doesn't and equate then, dollars for sure. Exactly. And then, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which you arguably had its first E3 for real, a couple days ago right <laughs> so, yeah like they talked and, about it and then just went completely radio silent yeah because they had to restart the game they they, <laughs> they they had to restart it and just be like whoops sorry actually we're gonna try and make a game instead of not instead of just make like a, a cg cutscene. um and so yeah i i think that you know, looking back, it was like, oh, my God, they're doing so much. But if you look at it mm-hmm. in 2019, looking back on it, it's like, well, they actually didn't do all that much. But the hype of it was was super duper, super duper, super duper. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in that. Uh, I it, it is just wild to me that like like uh, one of my co-hosts, Thomas, he always mm-hmm. talks about his favorite thing is whenever a game gets announced and then it comes out within that year or within a few months. Like I'm all about like building the hype cycle. Like him yeah. and I are at exact odds with how Death Stranding was marketed. <laughs> like he's just like, I don't care. Just show it to me whenever it is almost ready. And I'm just like, give it to me. I don't fucking yeah. care what it is. I'm more on I'm more on your side where it's like, yeah, give me Kojima walking down a, a lighted staircase right. that lights up with his feet. That's like the most fuck. Kojima ass bullshit I can think of. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just in art school fuck and I enjoy all <laughs> all that sort of stuff. And now, you know, I'm glad that we're, you know, uh, again, arguably this was its first E3, even though it wasn't really mm-hmm. at E3. The, the trailer came out somewhat before. But this is, you know, the real coming out party of like, OK, so here's the game. You're this guy. You run around. Die Hard Man is here. Yep. And and here and let's go this November. Yeah, no, I did not expect that game to be like, hey, what's coming out in November? I pictured that to be like the last of like the last big four, like just he's going to take for fucking ever to work on he, it because that's his M.O. But yeah, he could have said 2021 and I would have been like, yeah, all right. That sounds about right. Right, right. Kojima is the only fucking person that could like his studio not to take away from like everybody else that worked on this game, obviously. But right, right, his right. Studio and like the stuff that he has direction over the only people that could drop a nine minute trailer and I'd be like, fuck yeah, just give me all of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm literally looking right now at my metal gear solid five, the phantom pain, like art book and yeah. like, like figure collection and special edition, like mechanical hand thing like that came with it. God, what a like, fucking nerd. I, I know for sure. <laughs> um, but like that game took, I think seven years to make. And so you think about the timeline of things for mm-hmm. Death Stranding and you're like, OK, no, this makes sense yeah, for totally. for it, you know, coming out 2020, 2021. But then you think, oh, like he didn't have to make the engine from scratch mm-hmm. and he didn't have to work for a company that was basically on fire the entire time. So, right. 
So, yeah. Yeah, he was just, yeah, gotta... he was just working on the game. There were, like, f- fucking wrestlers in the background of his studio. It was fucking weird. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I got a little bit off topic. But, yeah, no, that, that 2015 uh, E3 while I was on a bus was yeah. a weird moment for me. That but I, I, I really liked it. Personal moment for sure. That is interesting. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. obviously do not have that on my list. I was at yes. my house. It was great. I was I was on my couch. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> so I have for the next one kind of going a lot. A lot of mine are like sort of negative, but they have just like okay. a lot of charm. Like uh-huh. I think that E three wouldn't be the same historically without them. And I have Mister Caffeine. So this is another blind spot of mine, and I would have I was gonna watch a video of it because I was like, you know what, I've heard about this so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last night I was in bed putting together my list, and I couldn't watch a video with uh, with sound. So you're gonna have to either tell me about it, or we're gonna have to take a break so I can okay. watch it. So Mr. Caffeine was, I think he only did one of the E3 press conferences for Ubisoft. Um, oh, I okay, guess that, that explains like, why I yeah. didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like peak Ubisoft kind of weird, almost cringy bullshit. Almost um, cringy? Oh, no, it's very cringy. <laughs> um, but like you get he I think he's like a staple around Ubisoft. Like there's somebody he's like somebody internally. Um, OK. Our other co-host, Jimmy, he, I believe, used to manage a GameStop. I might be wrong about that. Sorry, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> but. He would go to like all of those like a GameStop manager like showcases mm. that they'd always do. And oh, okay. I guess that Mr. Caffeine one year presented at it. Okay. And so it's, it's a man that like is known as Mr. Caffeine. It's not a, not yeah, a So he's joke. like Mr. Okay. Caffeine. Cause he's like always super energetic and right. he's got this weird. Yeah. Like you, you kind of are picking up on it, Yep. <laughs> but he also does. He also did this weird thing where they were trying to like, it was like a big Ubisoft anniversary. I don't remember which one it was, but they said, Oh, well, how would this game look if it was made back in time and then he would always do this weird sound effect that when it's a little something like this but he did like oh, a hand no. thing that you obviously can't see uh so like wayne's world shit kind of but okay. bad okay if Got wayne's it. world was bad and also just him <laughs> uh yeah that was that was kind of the first year that i realized oh ubisoft is up to some bullshit aren't they <laughs> <laughs> they can be i think there's right. there's you know I think there's little glimmers of like, hey, we make good games and we don't kill our uh, our we don't kill our devs to make those right. games. Yeah. And, you know, they're generally, pr- you know, they we can give you an we can you can trust us to give you a seven or eight out of ten. Sure. But then but then at these conferences, it's just like, what about a panda in a and then they dance again and it's for the Nintendo Wii in 2019. What All about right. that? So uh, real talk, that part was fucking awesome. You watch your mouth. <laughs> I was here for that. Like the just dance. I don't have that written down, but they're always just like something I kind of look forward to. It's just like E3 would not be the same without it, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's even just for this year, like I think this may have been the first time that somebody has announced a game for a platform, not the platform that came after it, but the platform that came after that. Yeah. Like it's coming out for the Wii and the Switch, but not the Wii U. I think it might have been the same last year, but I could be wrong. I think it came out for the Wii U last year, but I mean that we're we're splitting yeah. hairs at this yeah, point. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome it, it to, ultimately welcome does to, not matter. Welcome to podcasting welcome to the, about video yeah, games. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to the Just Dance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it just us waving our phones for like forty five fucking minutes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I got there. Like Mr. Caffeine. Like I I could go into more, but I really don't <laughs> think I can like reach the level of energy, or I don't want to. 
I think it's mostly that. <laughs> so you are not Mr. Caffeine. I am okay with that. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Okay, so here is here's a okay. I'll go with this one for the next one. It's a weird one, but it's uh, 1995 was insane. Uh, I'll I'll just do 1995 as its own sort of thing. Okay. But so 1995 was the year where the Sega Saturn uh, Phantom dropped. Yes, um, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, obviously, I don't. I was like two, but right, I was f- I was five, uh, so I don't remember it either. But like going back and and looking at it, it's just like, whoa, you guys! Like, why did you think that would be? I I, I literally have it in parentheses, bad flex, but okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> because they were like, all right, so you know our new console that we've only shown like four games for because you know everything's still in development Mm -hmm. it's it's going to come out later and they talk about it and then it's just like and it's available now and people are like what we're all here at e3 like like you want us like and the stores were like uh we don't have these and the developers (laughs) and the developers were like uh there are no games And so, like, on paper, it seems like this, like, whoa, super duper hype moment. Right. And then in, in practice, it's just like, no, you guys just did a bad thing. Yeah. Like, y- maybe <laughs> think about that a little bit more. But I mean, Sega at the time, that also kind of checked out. Well, there was, you know, to to boil it down super duper, it's it's like uh, Sega of Japan and Sega of America were basically fighting between right, each other yeah. of of who was the dominant force and it turns out neither of them in the end um, because you know I don't know that the, they wanted the Saturn to succeed and then you know they immediately they were like still working on like uh, Sega Genesis iterations at that point yeah what what weird Frankenstein thing were they going to plug into it and then at the same time it's like okay no uh, in a couple years we're actually going to do the Dreamcast and then discontinue it in like two years but Seaman, everybody, Seaman. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so basically, uh, and, oh, also, I think 1995 was the year when Sony uh, was they got <laughs> they got their first of three uh, correct uh, price announcements <laughs> out of four <laughs> that they did, where they uh, went up to the podium. Uh, and we're like, they literally just said $299 and that was it because everybody was wondering what the PlayStation's, uh, cost was going to mm. be. Um, and so everybody thought it was going to be like way expensive, but then, you know, it turns out $299. And I said, uh, sort of like I said before, Sony got the price right three out of four times, but man, they messed up that one time. Oh yeah. <laughs> so sort they of thinking sure about this, the $599 US dollars. Um, yeah, that's, that is on my list for sure. Just is that it? Okay. whole fucking well, let's conference. Get into it. Let's get yeah. into it then. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> just like, it, it's kind of the same thing as the Konami one for me. Uh, it's incredibly memeable, you know? It's so tone deaf, the whole thing. Oh, 100%. Like, they for sure, like, got, like, they they took the success of the PlayStation 1 and then the PS2 right after that and just were like, we are the hottest shit on the planet. You will buy anything with our name on it. And that is clearly not the case. Yeah, they wanted people to get a second job to yeah, right. PS3. Like, come on. <laughs> the only like good thing that thing had going for it was that it picked Blu-ray and that it was like the most affordable Blu-ray player on the market at the time. But well, still cause, like Yeah, because Blu-ray is a Sony 
thing. So like, of course, it's going to be cheaper and they're going to go with it. Right. So it's like, I don't even know if you can praise them for that. It's like you use the thing you made. (laughs) So uh, as for another like personal moment uh, of me watching E3 at a place that isn't a couch or a computer, I was at my accounting job when uh, 2018's uh, Nintendo uh, E3 press conference uh was live and i had to stop myself from standing up and screaming when they did the everyone is here moment for smash uh and you know i don't have to tell you or anybody listening to this how like special that was and how like much of a signal of like hey kids it's gonna be okay your your big dad snake is here and he's ready to fight (laughs) he's ready to fight his weird his weird friend pichu let's go everybody (laughs) so i don't really have too much to elaborate on it but like just the the everyone is here moment you can look up you know reaction videos all over youtube of people like losing their fucking mind just like thinking about just like seeing snake just appear out of his cloak i'm just like starting to get fucking goosebumps and i'm like oh fuck let's fucking go yeah Ah. dad's here let's go (laughs) yeah i had home from uh, his work trip (laughs) so last year i actually took off work for all of e3 and uh brought my like my best friend from back home up to kansas city and we just watched all the conferences together and it was like a really fun cool thing that we got to do and we are both like pretty big Nintendo fans. We're both like pretty big smash fans. He's kind of lapsed, but he's also one of those people that just like, man, I don't really care too much about smash, but every time a new one gets announced, he's like, let's fucking go. (laughs) But I, I remember like, we were just sitting there watching that and then just seeing the everyone is here. Like, I remember both of us just like the noises of us just going like, Holy fuck. Just like losing our goddamn minds. Like that was really really cool and this was also like big for me i never actually owned a smash before ultimate i never owned Mm. a nintendo system that could actually play it okay and so i just it was really big for me that i was like okay cool like it felt it felt like that i didn't actually miss out on anything because i just got all of that stuff that i had like played so much at other friends houses you know yeah, you were you were you were here for this one. Every, oh, everyone 100%. is here, included you. <laughs> yeah, totally. I remember freaking the fuck out whenever they announced it back at that, like direct the February of that year. Like, that uh, was yeah, like, with the, the squids. Oh, my God, that was so good. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that there is like no game or like studio or whatever you want to call it that does hype and builds that hype cycle as well as like the Smash Bros team. Yeah, and I think a lot of what they do well is they keep things secret. Right. You know, they have to they have to do these deals where, you know, before the everyone is here moment, the most hype thing I think they ever did was announce Cloud at a direct. Mm-hmm. Um that was the 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 moment where I think everything opened up and it's like, oh, shit, everything, anything is possible. There are zero (laughs) rules anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I remember I was watching that. uh, I was watching that with my girlfriend at uh, that direct. I was watching with my girlfriend at my house in uh, in Michigan and like she was doing something else and I was watching TV and like watching that happen. I was just like losing my mind because mm-hmm. like once I saw the stars, like, and the, like, you know, the final fantasy seven music hitting, I was like, no, no, they're not going to do it. Oh my <laughs> God. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Like it was kind of the same way for, it was kind of the same way for me with, uh, I guess we're just talking about smash reveals now. Uh, okay. whenever I had, uh, my girlfriend and a friend of ours over and we just watched the game awards last year. 
And this mm-hmm. was the night before Ultimate came out. So I was like, okay. it was preloaded. I was ready to fucking go. Like I was fully anticipating staying up till like four in the fucking morning and then still right. going to work the next day because I didn't want to yep. be that guy that took time off on Smash Bros. Day, you know. <laughs> but uh, we were watching that and we, I, I didn't expect them to do like a DLC announcement because like the game's not even out yet, you yeah. know, whatever. And then they fucking roll into a persona trailer and then you like just see him like grab the envelope and it's a fucking smash invitation and like we lost our fucking minds i'm pretty sure our neighbors thought somebody was getting murdered (laughs) yeah i mean really 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 cool and at that point i'm just like fuck it i don't know what's happening anymore and i am along for this ride (laughs) well yeah like i i'm not a persona fan but like you know, it's this it's the same thing with I think a lot of the people that, you know, didn't really play Banjo Kazooie, but Banjo being in Smash now is so huge because it's just like, oh my god, I didn't expect that. Like, oh crazy, right. what a what a weird, unique character to to show up in this game. And you know, and it's that sort of thing with Cloud where it's like, you know, anything can anything can happen, nothing's off limits. Even a game that's probably never gonna come to Switch is, you know, getting a character in there. He's not really like Joker isn't really a part of gaming history. I mean, Persona 5 sold pretty well, but not yeah. like, you know, smash crazy numbers. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, you know, Sakurai loves Persona games and, you know, there's a huge fan base for Persona. So why shouldn't he be in the game? Right. And I, I think he's a fun character. Like, I'm yeah. obviously super into all of the like cool fan servicey shit they did like yeah. all the music and having that in smash is like a really big deal for me but i i think mm-hmm. like just having your character in smash is like some sort of validation i've always likened smash bros just as a whole to like this kind of video game hall of fame and yeah it's, like it's a you're museum in, you're in yeah totally and i think yeah. that's really cool that with these recent ones that they're really kind of reaching outside of what you would normally expect yeah, yeah, I'm still holding out hope for Shovel Knight, <laughs> but we'll that see. That would be pretty fucking rad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he's, I'm, he's in a, Honestly, he's at in this a point, assist. who fucking knows? There is now a non-zero right. chance we get fucking Goku, so... Right, exactly. You know. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, and this is just the first the first batch of DLC. I'm I, I'm thinking that they're, they're going to just keep coming out with DLC God, I would just use like this as a platform and just like, this is the last one, but we're just going to keep adding shit to it and it eventually hits like yeah, League well, of I Legends mean, that, style like character yeah. amounts. That way you don't have to, you know, pay Konami money to use Snake and, you know, Super Smash Brothers forever or whatever. You know, right. you can you can I mean, I, I use forever as a as a title, not as in, you know, paying forever. But you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> E3. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the next one I had. Oh. oh, what's up? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, OK. The next one I have is another awkward moment. Those kind of really resonate with me. Um, it was Bethesda last year. I think it was last year whenever uh, they had Andrew WK come out. And Hell yeah. I love Andrew WK. He's great. His music's great. Yeah. He, yeah. he knows how to party. Uh, but just like <laughs> it, it's just a little small thing for me. And it's another one of those just what are, what are you guys doing? You know, of just seeing him and his band just get the fuck down and like bring the house down. And then it just like pan- just immediately like hard cuts over to a shot of someone in the audience. That's just like completely dead stone faced. I'm just like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> well, you better get ready to die. As That's playing. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like it's, I have a weird connection to that because I know the, one of, one of the guitarists, Amanda, who's, who's in Andrew WK's live band. Yeah. And so I didn't know that she was going to be at E3. And so like 
and they're like, welcome to the stage, Andrew WK. And I'd be like, oh man, you know, it would be so crazy if the whole band was there. It's like, oh wait, shit, the whole band is there. Oh my God, I know that person. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, and like that moment gets a lot of flack. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, w- I would even give it flack because I think it was maybe not like the the best decision to sure. like have a bunch of people sitting down and watching Andrew WK. Yeah. But, but I, I think that, you know, I don't know, like I like fun. I like yeah, weird. Too. I like weird fun. And like, you know, Andrew WK showing up and playing You Better Get Ready to Die about this video game that probably actually nobody cares about <laughs> is 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 funny and fun. And it's like it's true to it's true to Bethesda. It's true to Rage 2. It's true to Andrew WK. Like it's it's just so like pure them that I how can you hate that? Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Like it it just it's fun. Like you like you yeah. said, it's just it it is I had a lot of fun watching it. Like obviously yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been weird in that just kind of environment if I was there, but it was it was cool. Yeah. Like I was just like, fuck yeah, this song fucking this fucking jam. It's better than a CG trailer for a game that's never gonna be as good as the CG trailer makes it out to be anyway. Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So All right, so uh what you got next? Uh, how about a French man crying in 2017? Tell me about uh, it. So, uh, in 2017's E3, uh, well, before that, we had been hearing rumblings about a Rabbids crossover game with Mario, where Mario shoots a gun. And nobody wanted that. Everybody was kind of hating on it, and, you know, we had seen art uh, we of it leak and information about it leak. And everybody was ready to hate this game. And then it, like... Uh, it looked good and it looked polished and Miyamoto got on stage with Yves Gamont and held a weird fake gun and and Miyamoto said to uh is Davide Soliani that he really loved his game and he's and he started crying in the crowd and it was like this weird human moment of like yeah you did good I mean yeah, I mean, wouldn't you cry if he yeah. told you he liked, if he liked your game? Like, I certainly fucking yeah, would. No, it was just this, like, pure moment of... And, and this is ultimately why, like, I try to be as snark-free as possible when it comes to E3, because especially with, mm-hmm. you know, hearing leaked things beforehand and, and, and all that sort of stuff, like, I'm going to reserve my judgment for the actual, you know, showing of the game that they want to do, because, you know... I, I want I want every game director to be, you know, Davide Soliani crying because, you know, oh, they really like my game. Oh, shit. Cool. You know, I don't want to be, you know, oh, a Rabbids game. Who wants that? Turns out like a lot of people because right. it sold really well and it's incredible like it's incredibly deep like you can play yeah, it for totally. forever. They came out with awesome DLC. Grant Kirkhope did the music. He's the man. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Grant Kirkhope, man. Like. Like I, I, you could tell me that uh, it's like it, it's just this weird game that like has nothing to do with anything that I'm ever interested in. But if he's doing the soundtrack, yeah. I'm like, cool. Uh, where can I pre-order it? Like, just give it to me right now. <laughs> yeah. So that's a short one, but you know, just that sort of that sort of thing of like a a, a cool human moment at E3. I always look out for those because. You know, any, anybody can put a gamer shirt and a shitty bomber jacket and some jeans on and talk about teraflops on a stage. But if you get a, a French man sitting down and crying, it turns out it makes your conference way better. So, 
take take them. <laughs> yeah, turns out turns out if you uh, let people be actual people instead of just corporations, yeah, take that, it's Mr. Great. Caffeine. <laughs> yeah, what's up? He probably makes more money than I ever yeah, will in my entire well. life. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, so mine was something that I kind of expected there to be a little mm-hmm. bit more fanfare to. Uh, it was one of the Sony shows. I think it might have. It was the same one where Kojima walked down the <laughs> staircase of light. Uh, that was just a fucking banger after banger show. Um, but mine was whenever they just like walk out. It was, it was the one with the live orchestra. Yes. I think that was 2016. Um, and they walked out and like you just hear the fucking Crash yeah, Bandicoot man. music start playing. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> seriously, like they're going to do this. I was like straight up losing my mind. Uh, not quite as much as like a right, Tim Gettys right. level of freak out. But man, like I just like I hear that. I heard that music. And then I like saw people like start to get it. And then he just like walks out on stage and just like stands there. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> like, yeah, bless you, Sean Layden. I was like fucking almost bawling I, I whenever think they that announced that. It may have not gotten as much hype as maybe you think it deserved because it was just for the the remasters and while you know those are huge and the remasters were really really well done i think that a lot of people were maybe hoping for a new game but you know they had to do these remasters to sort of uh test the audience right. to see like hey should we put millions of dollars in this or is this going to be a medieval like <laughs> does anybody actually care i mean Okay, I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's another point. Uh, <laughs> so my next big moment is the medieval yeah, reveal. Like, no. It, it was just this, like, really cool thing, and it was kind of fun to see, like, just the natural culmination of him kind of hinting at that where he wore a fucking yeah. Crash Bandicoot t-shirt yeah. to a PSX. Like, it, it was just a really neat moment, and, like, I straight up never expected something like that to ever happen just because every time something like that, or even, like, the yeah. PlayStation All-Stars, like they weren't able to mm-hmm. get Crash and Spyro and they had to like lean on their third parties, which kind of ultimately made it feel a little more diluted in terms of Well, they of couldn't even get Snake expect. for that one either. They had to get Raiden. <laughs> right, right. So it's like yeah, you right. got Raiden and <laughs> Fat Princess. Like, okay, everybody's favorites. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, sure. I mean, I got Spike from yeah. Escape. Like, that was good with me, you know? But I, it, it felt weird without, like, the two like mascots of the time for your system that everybody kind of associates with PlayStation, even though they have absolutely right. Yeah. It's it's rough when the the rights are, are separated like that and you have to like try to do deals to get it done. But I mean, it's, it speaks to, you know, how special it is when they can, you know, wrangle up the rights together to get timed exclusivity, at least for PlayStation and, you know, have, you know, people like you lose their mind because like, oh my God, like I remember playing this when I was a kid and like, oh, now I'm going to play it again. And it's probably going to be way harder than I remember it being, but you know what? Like at the time before they even announced it, like I had the warp room, like lobby music set as my fucking (laughs) ringtone. Like I was just like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like I had no idea this was coming and it's just like, oh, like this is, this is, this is real. And then I remember just like, I, uh, whenever that came out, like I bought a physical copy of it and it just felt like kind of right. Cause I also got my friend's, uh, 20th anniversary PlayStation for controllers. Mm -hmm. So like the one that's gray with like all the symbols and Mm -hmm. looks like a PS one controller. 
I was just like sitting there playing it and I was like, you know, this, yeah. this feels really good. <laughs> and it was just kind of like a really nice moment in my life that I just kind of look on fondly. And then yeah. it was it was really good. And as of the time this goes live, uh, Crash Team Racing's remake is going to be out, which means they can just stop making video <laughs> games because we've already hit the fucking yeah, peak. I'm, I haven't I have never played Crash so. Team Racing, so uh it is i'm gonna so grab it on the switch good. i think and uh give it a go yeah before uh the before mario kart 8 came out i would say it is the best car racing game but that's right. also me being very <laughs> opinionated about that for sure i i think it's miles above what like mario kart oh, 64 sure. was yeah. doing at the time but it didn't have kind of the appeal right yeah definitely Mario, and you, you know, know i i don't have oh. any sort of familiarity with crash uh crash uh characters really other than you know crash and i think i probably could pick out who cortex is but you know i yeah, sure. like weird goofy fun games so like let's go yeah i i think you'll really oh hell yeah racing. <laughs> okay you will fucking good. love crash team racing because that was their main inspiration good. for it uh, it's got like a full ass adventure oh, mode that you can play, like all that wonderful shit. It's Where's really Diddy Kong Racing? Good. We need another one of those. Where the I mean, fuck is Diddy Kong Racing? It would have to be, you know, a rare and like Nintendo collab, but like, ah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I that's possible I know. now, is the cool thing. Like, that's a working relationship again, which it. is or awesome. Even if it's just going to be a spiritual successor, I need, I need it in my life. Well, you should okay. uh, you should play Crash Team Racing because that, for the time being, might be the closest <laughs> we get. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's that's mine. So what you, what you got. speaking of 2016 and the orchestra, uh, I'm going to talk about God of War. Uh, <laughs> Bruh, that was so good. I did not care about God of War at all until 2016's E3. Um, Same I, it's, here. It's, oh my it's, god! You know, tired territory by now for people to talk about it this way. But you know, Kratos, who cares? You know, he has sex on the bed in, in the first level, and you get the orbs, and then he yells, and then he cuts the big snake monster, and that's the video game God of War. And then they made like nine of them, and I was done with it. <laughs> I I had played one or yeah. two of them, and was like, yeah, this is definitely a video game. He 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 pushes blocks around that you know checks that box like great good um but then they and so since i wasn't super familiar with god of war when they started playing god of war music with the orchestra i didn't know what it was so i was just like this is one hell of a prelude this is set in the fucking tone what are they going to be doing yeah are they about to like fucking just set the entire auditorium <laughs> on fire like yeah what's so i was here? like it just the energy just kept rising and rising and the and the guy that actually kind of looks like you that was conducting was <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he was like <laughs> like oh shit that's gonna be me in like 30 years it was Fuck, just yeah. it was so powerful and then like then the the trailer starts and then you know you see kratos walk through the door and he's like i am hungry or whatever the fuck he says oh god that and was it's just really like oh, cool. okay and then they did the gameplay demo of it and it's just like oh shit i think i'm gonna love this like i had my i had my um i had my concerns that it was just gonna be like last of us with maybe some trolls in it instead of you know cordyceps right. fungus like zombies um but mm -hmm. you know just a sad dad game and a sad dad game it was but <laughs> i think it was maybe the best sad dad game of them all 
Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah, really we're, good. we're gonna think outside the box and say that God of War was good, but yeah, no, that's 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 that that's that <laughs> bullet point for me. I won't dwell on it too too long. So your turn. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, so okay. I'm actually gonna add one because you mentioned it. Um, I think it was. I don't remember what year it was. It was towards the end of the PS3. It might have been like 2012. I think it was 2012. And this was they were starting to kind of wind down with like a lot of the uh, like a lot of the PlayStation 3 stuff. You kind of knew something was coming. And during their big E3 showcase, like their big and one more thing was like they just like completely cut to black and you just like hear these nature sounds. And then you get the first gameplay demo of The Last of Us. And (laughs) holy shit, I had never felt more like, is this what video game like it was one of those like every now and again, you always like see a demo where you just like, holy shit, video games are on another fucking level. And that was absolutely that. I remember downloading that to my PSP and showing it to all of my <laughs> friends fucking constantly. I remember just like we had that downloaded on a friend of mine's PS3 and just people would come over and we would just watch yeah. that fucking trailer. Yeah, no. Like it, it, it was just intense and scary and really powerful in a way i did not expect like i knew naughty dog was a good developer but i never played the uncharted right. games up to that point i the last thing i played of theirs was okay. fucking jack 3 <laughs> so uh it was kind of a really interesting change of tone and i remember like just sitting down and playing that game for the first time and oh boy that is an intro yeah absolutely well and and speaking to your your point of you know watching the trailer and being like man is this what video games are like every time we get to the end of a console generation i feel like you know the gloves are off and developers can pretty much make like they know what the playstation 4 can do they know what the xbox one s or x can do yeah um so they can really you know get every little bit of computational power, whatever it is out of it to just give you like the most NPCs or, you know, best graphical fidelity or, you know, um, NPC AI or whatever it's going to be. Um, you know, we're, we're getting stuff like cyberpunk where it's like, shit, really? Like that's going to be a video game that you can play. And it's not like, like I can, I can, yeah, I can do it's, this. It's this not a, a fake movie? video game. That's on a TV show. That's like, Oh, that would never be a really video game. That's, right. that's, you know, it's, it's crazy. And so, you know, the last of us was, you can look back as that sort of thing for that generation. And it's, it's, you know, interesting that we're going to get the last of us part two as you know the sort of send-off for the playstation 4 maybe in february if the rumors are to be believed but yeah that seems kind of uh, believable the more i kind of look into it i'm ready for that game to make me feel nothing (laughs) like i'm ready to just be completely numbed over by all of the things that happened in that game and uh, never feel good about myself again anyway your turn speaking about uh feeling good about yourself uh we're gonna take you back to 2004 uh with i what i think is the quintessential like one more thing announcement which is twilight princess um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. This list would be really bad. This episode would be terrible so if this was not I don't there. even like the video game The Legend of Zelda and The Twilight Princess. I, I don't think that game is very good, but I think that that moment is is one of those moments where, you know, a video game company shows that 
Like, hey, you know that thing you like about the thing we make? Well, we made one that's really like that. So here you go. Here's Twilight Princess. Here's Link. He's covered in dirt. He's got the sword. He's on the bridge. He's hitting the pigmen with it. Look at it. Look at him go. Um, everybody was losing their mind at the like the orchestral uh score that was going with it too and like like i said i think it's that quintessential one more thing announcement that i think a lot of things today are kind of judged against it wasn't the first one more thing but you know i think that you know it's it's sort of the uh it's the thing that everything else gets measured against uh, subconsciously of just like, well, it wasn't, you know, 2004 with Twilight Princess and, you know, Miyamoto didn't come out with a sword and shield while everybody screamed at him. Thank you or whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah. And like looking back, like, I guess I never really kind of thought about that. But yeah, you never really heard of these big like press conferences being something that people want to watch. And this is something that like have surprises in them. And it was just very much like a, we sold this much this year. Here's this game. Here's electroplankton. <laughs> we brought a DJ for electroplankton. Uh, but yeah, like it, it was just, a. it's, it's interesting to see that not only was that moment fucking awesome. And if you can go check out the YouTube video of it, mm-hmm. I recommend you do it with your headphones <laughs> turned down. Cause it's fucking loud, but it's it's really neat to see that how much that's kind of inspired the show as a yeah. whole. And Nintendo doesn't even do those live uh, things anymore. Right. But, yeah. you know, they I don't know. I think Nintendo understands the Internet and they understand that, you know, we're going to get those reactions because people are going to be recording it. And it's, you know, their their reactions to it. And it's just going to be just that much more um, hyped up. And uh, it's it's I have a sort of other bullet point about bad moments and like mm-hmm. Skyward Sword was the opposite of Twilight Princess. Oh, it sure was. It sure <laughs> it, it was. It looked cool um, in the thing. And then Miyamoto teleported on stage and he busted through like some paper or something. And then the Wiimotes didn't work in the theater. And everyone was like, oh, no, this is going to be a bad one. <laughs> like in a. Yeah, like everything leading up to them actually playing the fucking game looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't end up. Uh, it it was sort of in that like Wii music category of like, ooh, God, I my oh, time Jesus. is being wasted. Yeah. No. I one of my favorite gifts just ever is just that fucking drummer on the <laughs> Wii music demo, just like just hitting all those drums, just looking like an absolute <laughs> moron. It's really really the good. power of the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> Right. I remember being like kind of excited for that, like before they demoed that, because I'm like, oh, cool. They're making a music game. That sounds really cool. Like I'm in I'm in band. This is going to be fun. Oh, it's no, actually it's, it's not. It's actually just it's playing bad. pretend really but with a television pretending with you. Oh, OK. <laughs> right. Oh, OK. Great. I can do that <laughs> with a CD. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I guess after that one, I only have one more, but if you have more, have, we can keep going. I have going. two we can more smaller time for like, uh, things that are, that are bad okay, moments, but so I'll do mine. We can okay. do those two and then we'll just wrap it up. Okay. We'll good, 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 good. Note. How about that? <laughs> uh, so mine was, uh, the whenever the PS3 was kind of getting really in the swing of things, I think it was the same year that okay. uh, Gabe Newell showed up whenever they had, I forget the name of the character and the name of the guy and the name of his position. But it was that like fake vice president they had in all of those commercials. Oh, where they like brought him out to do like this, like 
weirdly inspiring speech that was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. And it was like yeah. really funny and just like a really cool moment. And then they just like completely abandoned that character. Yeah. Like a year yeah, later. yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I thought that moment was neat. Cause it was like this weird level of like, it was the first time that I like saw something that like this big corporation was doing that was like meant to be funny. I'm like, no, you guys fucking stuck this landing. Like you absolutely yeah. nailed it. Unlike, a Oh Ubisoft, my God. <laughs> yeah. Period. <laughs> Um, I, I, I just I thought that was really neat and like they understood that like he's very popular and like those commercials were doing very well because they're genuinely funny and they're still pretty funny like the one where he's like they're announcing like a PS3 price cut and he's just like yeah I've never heard of it and he's just like talking to this fan who's like no I, I heard about this and then he's just like yeah I've never heard of this but he's like putting up giant signs <laughs> everywhere around him that say the PS3 is now <laughs> whatever the price it was it, it's just really fun and like a weird way that you don't see a lot of these companies being yeah, in, anymore. in general like i don't think anybody really wants to be advertised to but if you're gonna advertise to me like please make it entertaining or you know make it enticing for me instead of just like their commercials now are like some weird like he looks like young ben kingsley and he's like welcome to my store which is a metaphor for the playstation store we have an axe and a gun and you too can be the x-wing pilot Ooh, who wants to play on my machine it's like i don't care about <laughs> yeah like that that dude is basically just the fucking merchant from resident <laughs> evil 4 like what are you buying interesting <laughs> yeah so um yeah. so i kind of hinted at it before and i'm actually interested in mm -hmm. what you think about this sort of genre of e3 things is the planned flub or the planned uh technical um snafu um there okay, there's yeah. a a theory and i don't know if it's true that that uncharted 4 crash that happened at e3 they loaded in a mm -hmm. city after a cutscene, and it just froze on nathan drake for a while and they had to reboot the uh the demo to right there and then it played just fine and there is like a theory that that was on purpose to uh to like show that it was real gameplay and make people believe it more and to be more impressed huh. with their demo and have more you know that sense of believability that oh this isn't just somebody pretending to play this is real <clears throat> this isn't a um Oh, what's the word? This isn't a target they're trying to hit. This they're hitting this target. So I'm curious if, like, maybe not this uh, one in in particular, but do you think companies ever are like, yeah, we're gonna get this really awkward guy, and he's gonna say something? We, they know teraflops for, or they know their RPGs from their NPCs or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> do you think that that kind of stuff is planned to be like memeable or if it's like, oh, we want to engender, uh, a sense of, you know, Hey, we're just people just trying up here when, when it's really just a CG trailer. I think it mm -hmm. kind of depends. Like it, I think a lot of it just depends on what exactly is happening and like the situations kind of around that. Like if you look at the ubisoft bit where aisha tyler interviewed that guy and like told him to pitch a oh meme. my god like 
I don't think yeah. that was planned. I think Aisha Tyler just didn't know what she was <laughs> doing was for that moment. Too, that was too awkward <laughs> yeah. to be planned. But I think, like, there's been talks of, like, sometimes devs will have, like, just videos yeah. of gameplay demos ready to go in case something crashes. Or they just play that and, like, hold a controller mm-hmm. on stage. Like, I think that stuff does happen to an extent. But, I mean, you also don't see a lot of people, really anybody doing live demonstrations of gameplay anymore because just so much can go yeah, wrong well so it, it, i think it yeah really this depends, year there was know? a lot of not a lot of but you know uh bethesda and xbox i think both had like look we're streaming a game right now here comes you know here comes chelsea with her with her controller hooked up to her phone she's playing doom right now mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, is oh, she though? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in the streaming future yet, but, but we'll see. Yeah. Like that's, that's a weird thing to try and also yeah. show on the stage. Like, okay, cool. That's not yeah. like my home environment. That's not like my commute to work where I can just like use yeah, my exactly. mobile data to do it. Said it's it, like cool. You maybe maybe just played a YouTube video with an Xbox. Yeah, and so for, for every you know uh, Uncharted Four, where you know uh, maybe that is real and it was a real crash, and you know it's not a fake uh, gameplay thing. For every one of those, there is arguably a Kill Zone Two, where. It absolutely was entirely fake and never, ever looked that good. I remember downloading that trailer onto my PSP, I think, and 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 pretending to play it as as a younger kid in public, like, oh, look, look at the cool game that I have that you can't (laughs) play. Uh, Yeah, man, I used until you like accidentally hit circle and then it just kicks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I would. I, I would use that trailer in Windows Movie Maker and make like I would see like what like music sounded good behind it and everything. I was like so hyped on it. So oh, you were you were on like you were on some like Naruto <laughs> AMD yeah, bullshit. Let me tell you. No, it it it, yeah. it worked on Respect. me, I guess, because I was like super super hyped on that. I mean, I guess I never really bought the game, so I guess it didn't really work. But um, I was hyped <laughs> for it, but. It's like looking back, it's like, hey, you did a you did a lie. You did a bad lie. <laughs> I know. What the fuck you did? Yeah, exactly. Trying to, are you trying to sell Lying me something? To us about your yeah, video no. game. But yeah, no, that was my last little <laughs> thing of just like, you know, kill zone two. And I don't think there's ever been well, other than maybe watchdogs, the first watchdogs, I don't think there's ever been like an egregious like Oh yikes, you guys! That was a big old yeah. fake that you did, huh? Um, yeah, and I, I'm I'm thinking Watch Dogs might have just been more of what they showed off was just so different from what yeah. it ended up being that it's yeah. kind of like hard to yeah, tell. Yeah, but like you know, just a full CG like big fake trick. <laughs> Kill Zone Two is one of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that is uh, all I got. You got? Cause, okay. Cause I'm out of them. So cool. So yeah. Hey, thank you man for coming by. I do appreciate it. Thank you for coming in last minute since we had some weird schedule stuff going on with my regular co-hosts where they're outliving their fucking <laughs> Dude, lives. No problem. It was my but, pleasure. And hopefully we can do this again. We have a couple of ideas for future, future episodes between the two. Yeah, of us. yeah absolutely. We, we were talking about like what we wanted to talk about this one. I'm like, this one seems <laughs> like we could pull it together the yeah. fastest. So let's do that. 
so you want to go ahead and just take the opportunity to go ahead and yeah, plug uh, your I shit? Yeah, I stream on twitch.television. Uh, I am Two-Headed Giant, so if you go to twitch.tv slash Two-Headed Giant, I play a lot of Nintendo games, a lot of uh, indie games that have sort of like a weird catch to them or a weird, you know, um, a weird spark to them. I play a lot of that stuff. Um, I played the old Microsoft pinball game one time on stream. Um, yeah. Wait, fucking really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's what it's called. One? Yeah. We, uh, Hell yeah. It's fucking sometimes I'll, right I'll, there. you know, do what's called corrupting a game where I'll take a ROM and, uh, use a middleware, um, software solution and mix around all the bits and bytes of it and try and make something new out of it. Um, sometimes we just watch commercials from the nineties. Um, it's, 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 it's fun. We have a, we have a, a chat bot that can control my lights. We have a chat controlled soundboard. I have two dog cams. Uh, it's a fun time. Try to, try to make your dog is <laughs> really you. cute. Anybody listening <laughs> needs to go watch the stream because your dog is yep, so twitch.tv slash two headed giant is where I'm at. And it's the same for, for uh, cool. Twitter cool. and Instagram, just everything slash two headed giant. So sweet. Awesome. Uh, well then that's going to really do it for us. I don't really have a closing script for the show either. Cause we just <laughs> kind of throw it together. If you couldn't tell. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Camdy Man. That's nothing new. That's probably not going to change for a while. Um, I'm probably going to stream soon, but I'll boast about it on my Twitter. <laughs> Who fuck knows? Um, yeah. So uh, again, Nate, thank you so much for coming by. I do appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, you guys have a good night.